Um, so yeah, oh. Pixar never really misses, at least for me. So I love no. Pixar. I cried. I've, I've cried at all of them. But again, you know, to, yeah, but to, Wally really put me in a closet yes. for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wally's another one. Harkens to Wally's that situation where. presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. While many of the people here have some form of mental health training, they are not your mental health professional. This podcast is not a replacement for mental or physical care or for the diagnosis of any mental health illness or condition. So hello, and thank you once again for joining us for the Guardians MH Podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Goku, and with me tonight is my good friend, Joe. Hello. Nate. Hey, hello. Alan. Hi. And Matt. Hello there. If you're joining us for the first time, uh, Guardians MH uh, is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community. We strive at being a first step in assisting individuals with gathering meaningful resources in a safe and inclusive atmosphere. Our podcast is just another way to normalize talking about mental health and is a fusion of mental health topics and gaming. So tonight, please uh, welcome our guest, Freak. How are you doing, Freak? Good. Oh, how are we doing, guys? Hanging We're out. doing pretty good. good. Nice. All right. Not too bad. It's Friday night, man. Friday night. Uh, that's right. I, mm-hmm. right. Really uh, look so, forward to when we all get together and uh, spend about 20 minutes goofing off before we actually hit the, the record button. <laughs> so, hey, 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 that's if, the if best, people could just see time. the gifs in the, in the Discord chat. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, I had a very young one who took a nap today who was very difficult in getting, getting to bed that almost ended in a nervous breakdown. So right it worked had out. fun. I'm, I'm right there with you, I'm right there with you. I just wanted to preface this whole thing with uh, thanking uh, you guys at Guardians MH for allowing me to be on the podcast. It's going to be a good one, so can't wait. Thanks, yeah. man. No, thanks thanks for, for coming on. Yeah, of course. for real. Of course, of yeah. course. You know, I, uh, you know, in, in the 20 minutes we were goofing off before, and when the guest reminds you, for like, wait, wait, content, that's when you need to remember, right, <laughs> we're recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> Con- content is key. Content, content is key. Is key. Everything um, is content. I am right. a 30 year old man who is obsessed with TikTok, which I know sounds a little weird on paper, but I love it. Um, I, I got Joe hooked uh, hooked on TikTok and he so hates me to this day. Four hour <laughs> rabbit hole every yeah. day. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. the beauty of TikTok is the algorithm, although some most people actually hate it. But for the for the non-creator, the algorithm is key because what you like and who you follow, mm-hmm. t- they throw more people. Yep. So as video games started popping up on my TikTok, then subsections of video games started popping up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And here comes Destiny. And one of your first TikToks that I watched and cried, I think it was the one where... Oh, it was some. It, it was one because you, you did oh, a lot of them. The I think suspense. It was suspense. Which one? It was stasis and Thanos. You were to, you were talking about the stasis um, 
component <laughs> within Destiny, and then you were using a line from Thanos. You were making oh fun of Stasis, goodness. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. <laughs> God, okay, okay, so, okay, so, okay, so help me remember. Was it the ones where it, like, morphed my face to look like Thanos? Yes. Okay. okay yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah. I was, I was hooked, followed, started okay. watching. And one of the biggest uh, ones that I, that I saw in your profile, which made me say, I gotta, I gotta reach out to this guy. I gotta get him on the podcast. Um, I forget the name of the song, but there was a trend behind the song and you were like pretending you were on an interview and you were talking about destiny and how what the video game meant to you and how you always came back to the game and i believe in the video you said you met your wife through the game and now you I know have what you're a talking child. about yeah. i know which video you're talking about yeah and yeah i i saw that and i was like no we got to reach out to this guy that's a that's cuz that's a, that's a story and we'll get to that we will yeah. get to that it's a good story absolutely. Good story. absolutely i'm hearing that there are very many stories here yeah so actually let's jump right in there T- tell us tell us a little bit about yourself Okay, so um, yeah, <clears throat> my name is David, uh, aka Freak or Freakalicious, on TikTok, all that good stuff. Um, I actually, my first passion was not actually video games; it was music. Um, mm. So we'll start there. Um, super heavy in uh, all types of music growing up: uh, jazz band, orchestral band, um, uh, concert band, all the bands I was mm-hmm. in. Right. Yeah. Mainly, mainly, mainly as a percussionist. Right. So, yeah, um, I really liked I, I really had an affinity for jazz band, though, because that was actually behind behind the drum kit. That's right? awesome. And like till still till this day, I still my true passion kind of really lies with music and and drums and all that stuff. Uh, I remember the days being back in uh, North Carolina. That's where I'm originally from is. Mm. um where I would spend hours in my garage with my first uh, Pearl five piece, I believe drum set in the garage, you know, getting noise complaints, getting the cops called on me. Just I have, I would have music on with my big Sony poofy headphones for noise canceling. So I couldn't just, I, I would actually like study music, not like yeah. study it, but like listen to it over and over and over and over again. until I could play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where, you know, I've always had a love for video games, but it really started for me when it comes to, um, you know, creation, it really started with music. So, and I kind of, that whole creative and that whole creative thing kind of came from there and it just translated to kind of creating content with video games and stuff. Yeah. Um, cause I'm a gamer. So, you know, it just, I've been gaming ever since I was five from PS, PS one, PS two dabbled a little bit on the, you know, the, uh, Nintendo 64, the original Smash Bros. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've been, I've been there. It's right? a classic. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Even though I hate that controller, I never knew how to hold it. I didn't know how to hold the middle <laughs> one or the side one. You know, so does it remind you of like the uh, the GIF images where it's got two hands and then a third one comes up and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it yeah. was such a weird controller to learn when it first came out. Yeah, because yeah. it was the first real controller with an analog stick. Yeah, they were really trying to play this 3D game with Mario 64, and I remember yeah. when it came out, mm-hmm. and it was just it, it blew my mind. Well, everybody I'll, knows the correct way is if you're playing a game where you need the dialogue, you hold it 
a wide stance. <laughs> when you need the the joystick, you move your left hand, not the right, your left hand yeah. over yes. and into the yes. middle, and then yes. it's a little. I'll never that forget the day. I'll that. <laughs> I'll never forget the day that I realized, like the uh, what was it the the C buttons? I think the. Uh, they did the yeah, forward the smash. They did the forward smash attacks. And oh, I you're talking was... about on GameCube, right? Well, oh, there was a C stick. Was there a C stick on the N64? No, no, there was a C the, buttons. The C, C buttons. buttons. Oh, okay. And I I'm realized, used... like one day, I was playing. I was like, oh, I can do a front. I can do forward smash with the, the C button. The forward smash. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was God. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because and then quick. Yeah, because you didn't have to press over A like yeah. uh, on GameCube. You just do the C. And oh yeah. The forward smash for it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. God, mm. such a good game, Smash. Yes, but yeah. Anyway, game. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it really started there, um, and uh, transitioned to Xbox. You know, mm-hmm. basic Xbox. Didn't play online on Xbox. Um, then got the 360. Well, I had PlayStation first, so probably start start with that. PS One with Frogger and Crash Bandicoot. PS Two. Yes. All those classic games. You know. Uh, then I went then up to the the beefy PS3, right? That's the PS3 <laughs> the that boy. I had. The fat boy, fat yeah. boy, yes. And switch, and this is where kind of Destiny. Well, not well. I lied. Sorry, Destiny came in when I was in college. Um, yeah. But I swear, people say that Destiny was ported on PS3, but I don't remember it being ported for that. It was, or was it? It was. Or it oh. was on PS3. Was it? The okay. there, there was a mm-hmm. PS3 version, but it was mainly made for PS4. Yeah, okay. Well, there was a PS, PS3 port. Well, because port I started on PS3. Okay. And that's how I got my average Joe name because I messed up. <laughs> and when I bought the PS4, I was like, sweet. I, I, you know what? I can finally get rid of, you know, Mountain Gear 64 or whatever it was. Yeah. And, you know, I got to, oh man, I got to make a whole new profile. I got to start my whole, you know, progress over again. Mm-hmm. And I made average Joe for the PS4 and got through and playing with buddies that night on PS4. And they're like, dude, why do you have a new name? I'm like, well, I got a PS4 now. I had a PS3, but I upgraded. I had to start all over. There you go. Dude, you have a subscription to PlayStation. You could just, <laughs> it carries over. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. <laughs> You just instead, instead you of admitting switch. defeat, I stuck oh, my God. ground and like, nope, I am committing to this. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna... Yep, and he- and henceforth, average and Joe henceforth. was born. <laughs> and I, it, the I like name average is, Joe. I yeah. like average Joe. <laughs> it sticks a lot. Better, I like. It? Yeah, I like, I like average Joe. Um, but um, where was I at? So yeah, Sorry. we can. No, you're fine. We. We can go to so PS3, then PS4. You know, played all the, the what the, all the. I mean, we've all played the Call of Duties, at least one of them. Yeah, um, right. Many of them. <laughs> Many, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Right. So we can just kind of fast forward to my freshman year in college. Um, in 2017 in September, me and my my resident assistant, um, me and my RA, we were hmm. big video game uh, heads. You know. Um, loved Bungie, you know, we loved Halo, all that good stuff. We were like, yo, Bungie coming out with this new brand new IP it's yeah. called Destiny, right? So apparently it's going to be some crazy stuff, you know? So we went to the probably not probably it's a fact. We went <laughs> to the last, to my knowledge ever, um, uh, what was it called? Midnight release in the, in person. I've never been to another one. I don't even think there was another one. 
ever after that. Right. Well, at least that to, to me, because I, yeah. well, well, I guess there's a reason for that because I never played another game because I spent countless hours in destiny. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so me and my, yeah. So me and my <laughs> RA, yeah, me and my RA went to GameStop um, in college. We stayed up there midnight release played and we got back to uh, our door, our dorm rooms. Right. We go our separate ways. We start playing. I don't play for that long because I had, had class in the morning. Right. I get up and then I go into his room. He's still playing. Oh, Play, no. He stayed up all night and, he, and he's the <laughs> RA and we have the same class together. Right. He's like, yo, can we normally walk to class? And he was like, Hey, you're going to go to class. Or you know, we got class in like five minutes. Like, nah, he's <laughs> playing this. Right. So I was like, I was like, Oh man. And I was, I've always wondered why he, you know, how could someone have this, you know, could stay up and play this game and like be absorbed for that long. And I was just like, you know, I, I got back and tried it for myself and I was like, Oh, this is, you know, and that kind of, I, I had that kind of eye opening experience and it's kind of, it's, it's, it, that's kind of off to the races from there because every day from that point on, I probably minimum put eight hours, nine hours a day into the game every wow. night. Wow. Every night. Um, gr- and I did the it. The grind throughout. is real. No, yeah. <laughs> when it comes I, to I, destiny. Yeah, I did it all through college, and it was insane. Like I skipped classes. I, you know, it was right. Um, there's actually a website that I really like like to flex on. It was called uh, Time Wasted on Destiny. It's 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 a uh, different now. It's called something else, which mm. is fine. They just revamped it and changed the URL, but um. I used to I used to try and flex on people when I had like three thousand hours in the game, and the game hadn't even been out for like a couple months, right? Um, yeah. And I still look back at it, and my stats are still up there from Destiny One. I think it's like six thousand hours or something like that, five thousand. I'm not sure for or something like some some crazy number, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, 2017 played all the time. 2018 played all the time. 20, you know. Well, was it? Well, it was twenty. Why did I say twenty? I meant twenty fourteen. Sorry, twenty fourteen is when the game came out, and twenty seventeen is when is where it, kind of the big story starts. So, yeah, um, yes, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, sixteen. It ca- didn't 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 play the game. I didn't stop playing the game. Those for those entire three, four, wherever years, right? Two, three years. Um, then, uh, right, uh, going back to your. Going back to your uh, Matt, you seeing my video about how yeah. I met my wife, right? So I'm playing with my friends. I I, I, we, I was playing with my clanmates. We were playing uh, like uh, private matches when private matches first came out. Super. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't have private matches in from the beginning, but that's a whole different story. Private <laughs> matches might is literally the best thing content wise for everything, right? But mm-hmm. anyway, we were playing private matches, and one of my friends was mutual friends with. Uh, my now wife, she came in to the party. It, this was back on PS4. I'm on PC now. Back on PS4, she comes in and we start, I don't know, the exchange was interesting because we, she came in and she, you know, says hey to everybody and she she's super outgoing. She is not afraid to say hi and, you know, be herself. And, you know, I say, you know, she greets me. I say hi. She's like, you know, ooh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> right and i was like and i introduced myself and all that stuff and 
then you know we we have we have our exchanges and stuff and she leaves um and then i kind of follow her to her party and that's where we kind of you know got really close we started playing games together pvp pve playing all that stuff together you know we exchange we we exchange numbers and all that good stuff um and then a couple months after we we fly out I fly out because this was around the time where, well, I t- like I told you before, when I prefaced this whole conversation, it was, you know, um, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't in a good spot. I didn't like what I was doing in school. So I was just yeah. like, you know, forget it. Um, I really like this girl. She plays the same games as me. We have the same interests. So I'm like, you know, I've never been on a plane before, but, and she lived in Minnesota at the time, which is why it's where I'm at now. Okay. So, uh, well, well, she well, sorry, she comes down to North Carolina first, right? She flies down to see me. Uh, <clears throat> we have we have like a, we have a great time. Uh, she takes me to my first, you know, Brazilian steakhouse. Never been to one of those. So that was nice. So um, good. Oh, yeah, my God. for sure. Definitely. <laughs> I was like, wow. Right? I've never like literally the, they just keep feeding you until you flip the, the thing over. I, you know, never it's amazing. Yeah, never had something like that. She leaves. I fly up there like a month or so, or a certain amount of time later. Mm. Um, no, we're, no, we're getting there. She's right beside me, my wife. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, entire story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we go to, we go to, uh, was it not Minnesota? Oh, okay. So it was Chicago next. <laughs> I went to Chicago to go see a, to go to a concert. Um, that was an insane experience for me. What, we what stayed, concert? We stayed at. Uh, it was a Kendrick Lamar concert. Oh, I love Kendrick. Right, it was a nice. huge arena. I think it was my first. Excuse me, my first concert actually. Yeah, first concert I've ever been. Well, rap concert. I've been to a, a Van Halen concert with my dad, but that's another story. I like Van Halen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. So, I love both bands. I love both Van Halen and Kendrick. So I'm loving yeah, this so yeah, far. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I have a wide. That's that's kind of where that kind of music thing comes from that I prefaced prefaced. Yeah. At the beginning, but um, yeah, it was Chicago. We spend a week there, a whole week in Chicago. Uh, insane experience. Super fun. Want to go back, but you know, COVID and all that good stuff. But um, yeah. Um, next was Minnesota, right? Right, Ash. Next was Minnesota, <laughs> right? Then I, you know, we 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 part we part ways from Chicago. I go up to Minnesota. She shows me, you know, how she lives and all that stuff. And then I go back, and she's like, "Yo, why don't I just live with you in your dorm?" Right? So I was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's do At it." Any or I got it. I- I got to ask at any point, because this is this is amazing. And I, I haven't heard many stories like this at all. Mm-hmm. But like at any point, was there like, oh, my God, what am I doing aspect? Or was it all very natural? It was pretty natural um, yeah. because for me, it was really natural because um, the people the like the people that I've encountered and the people that, you know, I I've, I had exchanges with earlier on in my life we never really kind of meshed. Mm. So any person that I played video games with was like, we, 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 you know how there's like, you know, uh, you meet someone and then, you know, you get to feel them out. Oh, this guy's pretty cool. And then you you, like years and years you spend with them. Like, okay, this is my dude. I can be myself. Literally whoever played video games with me 
like you passed all that and now we're up here right right so, right yeah so it's just it's just an interesting connection and for that to be a girl too that's just you know <laughs> right so <laughs> oh my, you yeah. tell me you, she plays not only does she play video games but she, she likes the same game that essentially changed my life right when it comes to my view on video games and because because you got to think this game you know me playing call of duty and super smash bros and all that stuff before i only spent like an hour and a half i didn't really care about those games i also play guitar hero that might be another another thing um <laughs> but um yeah so those games i play like eh, okay i'm done you know there was a you know it was a kind of a what hobbies are supposed to be but with this game it's like it's a job I, it felt like a job but i wasn't getting paid for it like i felt like i had i was obligated to get on and say that the new content came real. out yeah the grind is real like i needed to get on and get this stuff before anybody else did like i felt like you know like i was you know like you know how youtubers are their a lot of their profit comes from them reporting on something first so they can have more people click on their video and all that stuff like i felt like i needed to do that but with my friend group right yeah yeah but yeah so she you know it's a girl she plays video games she likes destiny like <laughs> where's like where, where, She's where's where's the like where's the con where's the bad thing right right, right. um <laughs> yeah so uh yeah it was the instant you know i was like that's why i was you know come on right let's let's yeah. let's do it and whatever it was i was a, it was in a weird spot because you know i'm one of those people i'm one of those guys that kind of succumbed to oh you know the only way to be successful in life is to go to school go to college right mm. and I didn't jive with that, but I was like, my mom told me to, parents told me to. So, you know, it's like, what do you do? Right. You just go. Um, and I already, I already knew from my freshman year that I didn't want to be there. So that's why I picked the medical field because I was, I was a triathlete in high school. So I just thought that, Oh, the, 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 the most logical uh, career for me is something in sports. Mm. Excuse me. Right. So, so I chose athletic training and I hated it for three years right <laughs> but i but but that grind mentality it's just like it'll get better it'll get better it'll get better i told me that, i told myself that for three years and it i mean it got better but at the same time it was there was a there was a drawback when my there was a drawback for me like a cutoff point where i was like okay this isn't this isn't you know me when i was uh a junior a junior going into my senior year that summer between junior and senior year. Um, and that was like, you know, forget it. And that's when this whole thing with me and my wife happened. Now wife happened. So, so it's like, it, it's, it's like, it kind of was supposed to happen. Like, you know, cause yeah. I had that, mm -hmm. I had that, you know, epiphany of, I hate school. I, why am I here? I don't like doing this. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, she comes along like, yo, let's do this. Like, Okay. <laughs> right. And she was not supposed, she wasn't supposed to like, I, I could have got kicked out of school yeah. um, because she's yeah. not supposed to live in my dorm. Cause she's not yeah. a resident. Her car, like you're supposed to have parking passes every, uh, and, but how parking passes worked at my school, we had to, we had to reissue her parking pass for, we had to reissue her guest pass every week. And she stayed there for what Ash, a whole semester two a whole semester. <laughs> So we wow, every weekend, great. so every weekend we had to reissue the guest pass. <laughs> um, I'm surprised. I, I'm pretty sure the 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 receptionist lady at the at the office to get the guest pass. Um, luckily that person changed every week, 
so nobody ever <laughs> oh caught <God>. on, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, remember, like, we did this for a whole semester. It's like Ocean's so. Twelve, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, she lived there. She lived with me, um, and that's when I kind of that's when I switched majors. Mm. In my, she was living with me, and I switched to psychology. And I'm not gonna lie, she she didn't she did not only help me because she's a psychology major. She not she not only helped me with my homework, she sometimes did my homework. <laughs> so uh and I, I felt so bad. I felt so bad every night when she was just like because she's one of she's one of the girls that's like, you know, eh, I'm not doing this five thousand page paper, not planning for this until 10 minutes before it was due. And she would warp speed the keyboard and just send it. 1159 with 59 milliseconds left press send on it and get an a plus i'm like all right that's like like she she would do that consistently right and i never i mean i'm not gonna say none because i was passing the class but eventually eventually i was just like all right i'm not gonna you know i'm out of here too and that's when we that's when we uh moved up to minnesota so moved up here I love that. I, yeah. I, I love that story. I love just the, I, I love hearing this stuff too, right? Because, uh, you know, not to go with the old, uh, the old stigma on video games, but like when, if you were to tell anybody this story who didn't play video games, they would, they would think, they would think you're crazy. Think I'm realistically. Stupid. Yeah. They would, they would think, yeah. I'm, they would think I'm stupid. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, but, but at, at the same time, this video game brought you and your wife together. And yeah. as I guess, as we're going to continue with the story, you, you made a career now out of all of this, out of trying what, to, yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. out of what you, out of what you love, out of a passion of just this game, yep. right? You yep. said it before the grind is real. Yep. And I think that's a nice segue into what is it like to be a content creator in this world right now? <laughs> so, well, in this world right now, um, even though we're in a pandemic, this is essentially, and I've been saying this ever since the beginning of the, of uh, this pandemic, this is a content creator's uh, dream, right? Mm. They need to stay inside. What are they, what, where, like what takes them away from, what their 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 aspirations their their what their passions right the outside world and that's kind of that's kind of sounds bad but like the more time you can spend in front of your setup and thinking of you know creating content the more opportunities you have to for that person like you matt how you found my video of Mm. me meeting my wife and like you know that was during the pandemic and me brainstorming content, be like, okay, Ooh, this would be a good idea. Boom. If I had never put that out, you would have never found me and I wouldn't be here. Like stuff like that. You know, it's just yeah. like, you know, the more opportunities you get to create content, the more opportunities you're allowing yourself to be, uh, uh, you know, noticed by other people. So, right. um, so what's it like being a content creator in this space? Well, in, in this, in this, you know, in this time that we're in right now, it's, um, for me, it's uh, it's obviously you know, like I like you said before, like I said, uh, the grind is real. So I got a lot of stuff going on, um, creating content. Um, I'm I'm a husband, obviously, um, and I have and I uh, me and Ashley have a daughter also. So we have a we have a we have a child. So um, yeah, it, it gets kind of hectic. I also have a full time job, obviously. Um, so I'm just trying to juggle everything. Uh, keep keep on top of my content, you know. 
um, spend time with my family and all that good stuff. Um, sometimes, some, sometimes things pull me away. You know, it's not really, sometimes it can get pretty inconsistent, but you know, I try to bounce back where I can. So, um, wow. balancing everything for, for anyone's not easy. Cause you mentioned yeah. your father, I'm a father of two and, mm-hmm. and, and it's Same. quite challenging. It's yeah, trying very. to balance the, the nonprofit mm-hmm. being a dad and work and yeah. everything else that I do. Yeah. 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 So how do you juggle everything? So it's a, I'm glad you asked that because I do a lot of stuff that I'm not supposed to do while I'm at my full-time job um, to get, to <laughs> get, we ready, all can relate to that, <laughs> to get, to get, to prepare. Like it, it, I don't like completely go rogue at work. I still work, but like, I'm kind of jotting things down as to how I can better manage my time at work while I'm, while I'm at my full-time job to better, you know, do things and, you know, move things around so I can get things done. Um, but because I mean, I, I firmly believe that you can do, you can do, you know, a lot of things and still stay on top of a lot of things if you know how to manage your time well. So, um, it's just a lot of empty space everywhere that you need to learn to kind of, you know, mitigate out so you can really take the time to, you know, hone in on what you need to hone in on at at that time. Um, because a lot of things that I'm experiencing kind of snowball, like if I notice myself, like, you know, Oh, I'm like, you know, daydreaming or whatever, you know, this five minutes that I was daydreaming, I could have been, you know, thinking about the next thing or the next thing. Um, it's kind right. of a it's kind of a uh, obsessive kind of mindset, but you got to kind of give and take when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, so but yeah, juggling can, as we all know, here is it's definitely a challenge. So um, we all know mm-hmm. that, but it's just, you know, keeping your head above water at the end of the day. So you'll be all right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you take care of yourself though? Because I, I could only imagine, you know, and relate to on 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 a certain on a, a different level, mm. but just like that overwhelming and that juggling. You know, I said it before. Like I just finished like work about half hour before we started, and mm-hmm. I still haven't really finished. Mm-hmm. How do you take care of like that overwhelming? Like, make sure that you're okay. Like the self care aspect, I guess. Yeah, not burning out. Yeah. So- if you really, how I look at it, if you really love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Mm. Um, the only time that I, you know, struggle and kind of sink underwater, right? Yeah. Calling back to the other analogy um, is when I'm at work and I'm stressed out about stuff I don't care about, right? Um, mm. But if I'm stressed out about stuff I do care about, that's a lot more manageable and that doesn't really, that doesn't really, that doesn't, you know, drown me like me being buried in work at work at my job that, you know, just funding my, my livelihood. Right. Right. Um, And obviously anyone that's trying any entrepreneur, essentially starting up entrepreneur uses that job to fund their passion until their passion can fund their livelihood. Right. So it's just that transition. Um, so long story short, you will answer your question. Um, me doing this is my self care. So essentially. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hmm. There's that, there's that idea that the, the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, where the, the passion becomes the moneymaker at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Absolutely. 
Um, I, I firmly, I firmly believe that. I mean, if you don't love this stuff, um, you hear it all the time on all, on multiple forms of content. You hear it on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, like the motivational stuff. Um, it's you, it, it, it doesn't feel like work, right? Because you're, yeah. because just the thought of, you know, you getting compensated for your, because of your brain, instead of being compensated for your back is like, you know, is kind of a blessing, right? If you're, mm-hmm. if you're getting paid for your, for your mind, um, that kind of speaks for itself, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I believe in. And you don't dread Ooh. getting up to go to work. Nope. And I, and I, and I think about that me cause right now I roll out of bed sometimes five forty five six 6 AM got to get my, got to get my child ready for, uh, to got to get my child ready for whether that be daycare or taking her over her grandmother's house or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, just to get to my job that I don't care about mm-hmm. on time. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's where the stress comes in and all that stuff, but it pays off at the end of the day, you know, where you can sit down and focus on, you know, making this thing a reality. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I can't really, I don't really get stressed out about this stuff and the workload. So it's, and it shows, I think too, now that you, now that you kind of say the story, I'm all, I joined your discord very quickly. And I, I think it shows there too, right. How you interact with everybody in there, how you engage. And it is, it's a very positive sort of atmosphere too. And I think it just, again, shows the, level of enjoyment that you that you yeah. get out of this yeah you know and that it, it's interesting that you say that uh because the the tiktok that i was mentioning before too like i this is going to be weird but Fine. bear with me <laughs> like, okay, i i didn't there was no phoniness in that tiktok there was no show there was no act there right it like that's why i said i was like no the, he's got to come on the podcast because there was so it was just so genuine how happy you were. Even even though it was a song behind it, you could tell just how glad yeah. you were to be yeah. in that space. And mm-hmm. in that in that specific in that specific uh, instance, um, I was looking back to where I had came from and all the things I had done to get up to this point. And yeah. I was just like, you know, and, and you know, I was just and, and I thought about all the times where things didn't really make sense in life. And I was just like, you know, well, there's a reason for that. And that's why, you know, I'm here now. And that's kind of where that kind of inspiration or that creative kind of plot came from in my head. So plus it was a trend. So making making content on TikTok <laughs> is kind of easy. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to challenge yourself to, you know, really personalize it to your brand, because that's what you should be doing on the on the app because if you're just caught copying people that's that's not fun right that's no originality in there right um you get the you mainly get your inspirations just from the trends um Mm -hmm. and and a lot of people like to get confused it's not copying if you're being inspired by something everyone gets inspired by something to make something at least to me Mm -hmm. like if you can if you can craft brilliance out of thin air that's you have you have a talent Right. And not be mm-hmm. inspired by anything. I, I just feel like it's rare of anyone to create something that isn't inspired by something, you know, but it doesn't have to be, you know, like yeah. a trend on, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can be inspiration is like very broad. So, right. And you, and you, but you make it your own, you make it exactly. unique and exactly. you add your own spin to it, yeah. you know, 
and I, I think that's sort of that that is sort that is the the beauty of of TikTok in yeah. a sense is that you get mm-hmm. to be unique as you want while also still following trends at the same time. Yeah, and that you know? and that's the and that's the surefire way to 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 climb the to climb the climb the ranks, right? Yeah, obviously, <clears throat> obviously, because the trends are there, you want to do the trends because it gets you on the map. But then mm-hmm. the per, the per, you know the the uh, the what is it? What's the word? The 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 personalization of your of your of your video will sh- really you know skyrocket you and make make you super original on the app. So yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so you mentioned that yeah, people always get inspiration from anything and everywhere. Yep. Uh, one thing I, I can really think about is there are no really real um, ideas that come out of nowhere. They're all rooted in some ways, somewhere, some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I can think in with tech is tech is always kind of this evolutionary thing in terms of they're always trying to improve it. But people think of things. You think about the Dick Tracy watch back in the the early 90s. <laughs> oh, and now you have boy. these smartwatches wow. where you can call someone on. That's what watch. I'm saying, right? Oh, Everyone. That's wow. what I'm saying. You literally th- there's a thing where it's like, you know, uh, like, say, for your example, that uh, Dick Tracy. I'm not very familiar with, with that watch, oh my but God, that was but like if you have <laughs> like that watch, that watch walked so Apple Watch could run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Though, yeah. Like because Dick Tracy was just it was a show. Yeah. And it was a prop. Well, okay. it wasn't and a show. It was a needed, movie. Yeah, guys, we, with Warren Beatty. Guys, the, age, age. the age is showing here. The yeah, age, age is showing, showing here. Yeah. I'm, I'm a youngin. I'm a youngin. I'm a youngin. I know. <laughs> I can't believe you remembered that. Yeah, wow. so I was going to say. I was just hoping that I was glad the talking shoe didn't become a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Darn. For sure. Who had for the talking sure. shoe? Uh, Maxwell Smart. Yeah. See. That's that's beyond that's beyond my time too. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. My parents tried to like introduce me to stuff like that, but the only thing I got into was Mash as a kid. That was about it. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Mash, like Mash, I remember that. But all all of these inventions that we see now are kind of come from somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because people have the idea, but we just don't necessarily have the technology to make it real now. Yep. So, and somebody's going to figure it out someday. Yep. Exactly. <clears throat> and we're just essentially just building off of each other, which, ma- which what makes you know, TikTok, and if you want to think of it in a, a bigger picture, is what, what makes social media so powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll kind of only talk about TikTok here, but you know, the trends really you know boost the app because it, if you look up on Google what TikTok is, like what is TikTok? It'll mm-hmm. be like in the description, you know, it's a video sharing app, right? Just share, we're just all sharing videos. And what that kind of what that kind of means, at least to me, is we're just we're just, you know, building off of other creations and making it our own, which makes like a big tree with a lot of branches, mm-hmm. right? right. Different, branching off into different trends, branching yeah, off into different these ideas. challenges and yeah. people put their own spins on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And just you just keep adding to the tree, right? So right. I don't know. It's I don't know. Absolutely. TikTok is super unique. And back to back to Goku's inspiration thing about the watch. 
we wouldn't have Instagram reels. We wouldn't have YouTube yes. shorts. We wouldn't have all we wouldn't have. Uh, I don't know if I can't really. I don't know if I could say like Triller. So I think Triller's been doing it before. I don't know, though, but I'm still like well, there Triller. was Vine back in the day. Vine, right. Vine, Vine crawled so TikTok could fly. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so true. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and they did. And and really, TikTok now it, it took it took Vine but put it to a whole nother level. Exactly. And what I, what I love is too, it's making it's, it's, it's inspiration, but it's also allowing people to view different styles of music. It's allowing people to be introduced to both new and old music, because for some reason, uh, um, Zanzibar by Billy Joel is a a, a trend now. Mm. (laughs) Lord knows why. But it doesn't matter because it's one of my favorite Billy Joel songs. So I love when I'm just like, oh, cool. I get to hear this. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's cool because what TikTok is doing is, I mean, <clears throat> so one of my teammates on uh, my uh, content team that I'm on, mm. I went to go visit him a couple months ago. He lives in Las Vegas. He has an entire playlist of nothing but TikTok songs. Right. <laughs> and he has... He literally has an entire compilation of every song that was on TikTok. So I'm just like, and it's just insane how it flew through the playlist and every song was just like, oh, I know that one. Oh, I remember it from this trend. Oh, I know yeah. that, like, which, which dives into another rabbit hole that we probably don't have time to get into right now <laughs> is the, uh-huh. how, how, how music, how labels are finding talent through, through TikTok. Right, oh, because yeah. of famous songs and how many people are on these app, how many how many people are on this app, and just just it's just hidden talent finding diamonds in the rough, right? Kind of a new uh, new age American Idol, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they were doing they, it for on YouTube for decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bieber started through YouTube. So that did was, um, right. What's your name, JoJo? Yeah, Jojo. Jojo. Yeah. Jojo. Yeah. yeah. And she's got a huge presence now too on TikTok. But the one person that comes to mind for me, um, and he could have been rapping forever. I just would never have known. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Yep. I he could have been rapping for ages. I would have no idea if it wasn't for TikTok. Yep. And now the fact that that song, he's now got a feature from Little Wayne to Baby. Yep. It's amazing how everything spawned from yep. that trend on TikTok. Yep. Yep. And and it, it really does. It it allows me like I get to I get to go through his uh, his his whole collection. And I'm like, actually, I like this guy. He's not mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> yeah. And j- just I mean, let's not forget at the at the top of the podcast, I I, I music is always going to be deeply rooted inside of me. I love music. Yeah. Um, I find so much like hidden talent when it wh- whether it whether it be uh people making beats on NPCs, drummers. I used to follow this one drummer guy. You probably have seen him. He's he's a drummer where he just pours paint all over his drum kit and yes. he plays covers. Mm-hmm. I, used to, yes. I used to follow him a lot. Um, he's mm-hmm. like he's like out of here though. Like he's he's doing some some high production, <laughs> highly compensated projects, right? Yeah. Um. So he's out of here. But so that, that that's just that's just that's just it, you know. And I I, I come across this one guy that makes mm-hmm. that that makes these video game theme songs too. Like and he shows his FL Studio timeline and it's just lines after lines after yes. lines of stuff. Yes. And it sounds incredible, right? Um, yeah, it starts just, from something so simple as music. Yeah, 
and then people make it their own. Exactly. Uh, yeah. An example I can think of, not through TikTok, but through um, through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who Family Jewels is? Family Love Jewels. Family yeah. Jewels. I yeah. Oh my God! Yes. He mm-hmm. he plays covers of video games. Yep. It has his own metal spin to it, mm-hmm. and it's yep. amazing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He um mm. he covers a lot of like the Persona Five songs, which Persona is just it, that's a music lover's dream because all those yeah. songs are just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, you you mentioned before your content, uh, your your team, so to speak, mm-hmm. and that's definitely something I wanted to touch on. Okay. Uh, it's Vove, right? V- team. My, no, team you're saying Vove. it right. Yeah, Team yeah. Vove. Yeah, Team Vove. Yeah. How did you how did you get involved with them? How, what is what is Team Vove actually? So Team Vove is a content team. Uh, we we mainly base our our uh our kind of uh what's the word our 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 mo is content right mm. we kind of uh we kind of adopt adopted when it comes to merch what 100 thieves does we we do collections do seasonal okay. collections and kind of the, the the you know the pandemic has made that kind of tough for us to push out merch yeah. you know get together and all that good stuff but before like before pandemic we'd come out with a fall collection a winter collection summer collection Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it would be live for, I think, 48 or 72 hours, I believe. And you would have that window to buy it and it'd be like gone forever. Right. So it, you really utilize that kind of FOMO effect. Yeah. But and I mean, collect- it's, it's the yeah, collector's the ideology. Collectors. Yeah. And yeah. see, I, I personally like that method because that's just how that de- is just like destiny. If, yep. I if, don't, if you don't get it by I, this time, I'm never getting it. Exactly. Right. right. So um, just just a little sneak peek. This is this is our jerseys. Ooh! Right. Ooh! This is me. This is my jersey with my name on it. <laughs> nice. Right. So this is a bit of our merch. So there's nice. word. There's there's rumblings of you know more jerseys coming along, uh, showing upon the horizon. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. Team vovecom Right. So we'll get into that <laughs> later. But yeah. Yeah. So um yeah so we do mainly focus on content, uh merch collections. You know. And just mainly the entertainment aspect. The only thing we don't really delve into, which might change in the future, is like the competitive scene, having a competitive okay. teams and stuff like along that nature. Yeah. But hmm. yeah, I came I came across Team Vove when me and my wife we were like, you know, hey, TwitchCon's coming up. You want to go? Like, okay. <laughs> so we went. <laughs> right. So we yeah. went. Um, and the owner, his name is Hirsch. Yeah, his content has been coming across my socials for months before TwitchCon, and my wife mentions uh, TwitchCon. I'm like, "Oh, isn't you know Hirsch going there? Team Bove going there?" So like, you know, cool, let's go. Um, so we went. I, excuse me, I get in contact with one of the team members. Um, he's like, "Yo, come down, right?" They had an all day pass. Oh, they had an all weekend pass, and we only had a one day pass mm-hmm. because. Our, we didn't want, you know, our babysitter to, you know, have our have our child for too long, you know. Right. Um, right. So we, I could, I unfortunately couldn't meet them in, in the flesh at TwitchCon, but I noticed that they had they had an RC, right, a recruitment challenge. So as soon as I get back, and the recruitment challenge lasted for a whole month, and I just grinded the, the entire month and got announced. Uh, I think it was October or November. Uh, 
the end of either October or November, they made a whole compilation of what they did was they went into everyone's streams when they were live and announced them live to get that live reaction and put it into a YouTube video. So, um, yeah, uh, that's kind of how I got on the team. So, yeah, pretty cool. So it was all through TwitchCon. And then I met them at DreamHack right before COVID hit. Um, and I okay. made a whole, I made a whole vlog series on that when I first met them in person. And yeah, that was my first vlog I recorded. That's still my best work in my opinion, because I've never done a vlog before and how that whole thing turned out when I haven't had any editing experience and I didn't know how to hold a camera, you know, I didn't know anything about a camera. Like, even though that whole footage is not color graded, <laughs> like <laughs> all that stuff, you know, I still like appreciate just the kind of what came to my brain when I was making that. So um, nice because we know editing is, can be a challenge and it's, you know, mm-hmm. you can really show your editing creative. is a skill. Mm-hmm. Yes. It it, it comes, it just, I don't know. I was just, I look back at that, that, and I'm just like, wow, I really made that. So, um, but yeah, that was kind of my story with team Vogue. So, yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I, it's that whole timeline, like Mm -hmm. to me is just so amazing. So sort of fascinating how, Video games in general, but I mean, in in our case, in our world, like Destiny, yeah. sort of really yeah. push that along. Yep, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it, awesome. it really is. Yeah. And I and I think not to steal Doctor Goku's line, but I think that sort of jumps us into sort of our kind of like our mental health topic here. Okay, I don't I don't mean to steal your words, Doc. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but it gives me a know, break for the night. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it one of the things I, I think that the theme here really is that idea of community. Yep. You know, as a social worker myself, that's one of the things that I always tend to look at when I meet with people, when I meet with um, just patients in general, is what does their community look like, mm-hmm. right? Whether good, bad, or immaterial, what is it? How do they interact sort of within their community? And mm-hmm. what... How can I phrase this? What what role do they play, so yep. to speak? Yep. Um, and I think in in just the world in general, community is of the utmost importance, whether it's a neighborhood, whether it's a school or a workplace. That is a community in a sense. It's a group of people mm. who interact with each other on a daily basis. You know, mm. it's the whole the old the old analogy it takes a village. Yeah, well, that's village. how we learn. Yeah. 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 Humans are social creatures. We need interaction with people. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Which, you know, unfortunately, and now in in today's age, that's significantly lacking due to Mm -hmm. COVID and just restrictions. Mm -hmm. But we really do. I've mentioned it multiple times. COVID hit during the best time. Yeah. Because if this would have hit during the 80s, Oh, oh yeah, God. it would have been <laughs> not horrible. Be good. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and but I think here's the other thing too: without people sort of coming together or forming communities and mm-hmm. adapting to everything that's kind of gone on here, yeah. we're at we've fared. And this might be a little controversial, but we fared mm-hmm. better off than we would have probably within within the eighties. You yeah. know. Within the eighties, like would have been extremely rough, <laughs> right? But then you you all you, you take a look at that nature versus nurture and uh, sort of idea, 
And nurture is that aspect of a community. Yeah. How does this community teach or what does it teach you? How does it um, raise you mm-hmm. in a sense? Mm-hmm. You know, you're born with specific, uh, you know, we can go into whole biology, but I won't. Um, <laughs> of of predispositions. <laughs> yeah, we can go into genetic predispositions and which gene is activated, which not. But I already <laughs> made... I already made five people fall asleep listening to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're talking about nature versus nurture. The, the whole yeah. nurture aspect is rooted in behaviorism and J.B. Watson. Yes, absolutely. Give me any child and a perfect little island and I'll make that person whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I actually do we, remember that in school. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a huge psychology sort of um, yeah it's phenomenon the foundation actually. of behaviorism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. And so, so a, a person can be shaped by their community in a yeah. sense. Sure. Um, good, bad, or otherwise doesn't matter. That is how somebody you know learns day to day. We're always influenced by the things that we see, the things that we hear, the people that we inter- mm-hmm. we interact with. Mm-hmm. Right. Every interaction we have changes us a little. I I completely agree with that. And, you know, you you talk, we we said before, people get inspired. Well, as we're growing up, we see people, we get inspired and similar. We make it our own and Mm -hmm. we build upon it and we learn from it or we copy it and we act the sort of the exact same way, so to speak. But, um. Because you, you yeah. another aspect in tech, you think about the modern day smartphone and it's a slab of metal and glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. every company <laughs> has their own variation on a design. They kind of all look the same, mm-hmm. but they're all a little bit different. Yeah. Right. And then you yeah. have these new people trying the foldables or whatever new thing that they can think of to raise it up to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. The, the fact that the razor came back though. I love it. I kind of like <laughs> never <laughs> had a razor growing up. I never uh, had one. I had, a crappy, I had a crappy Samsung right. phone. There's just a crappy uh, flip phone. And then I went to the iPhone. <laughs> Uh, the razor was so much fun. If you didn't have a razor, like where I grew up, if you didn't have a razor in high school, like you were uncool, unfortunately. <laughs> so it took, I had, I didn't have the razor until like senior year, but I had the Nokia, but not the, the brick. brick. No, mm. I didn't have the brick. I had the, I had one the brick that I had the one that had the lights on the outside. So if somebody called you, it was like, it was the first like uh, LED sort of experience. Did, did you have like, the, did, was, did you have the chocolate? I used to have the chocolate back in the day. You remember the chocolate? Oh my god! Oh, yes. In the in the in the juke <laughs> the, with a phone that was little, yes. literally this thin, you could flip it. It'll. Just, oh my god! I had. That I remember phone back that one. I, I remember. Yeah. That. Remember when we said we go off on tangents? Well, oh, welcome I'm, to I'm one here of for our it. tangents. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Golden but, age of phones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the golden age of phones where you could just chuck it at a wall and it would pierce through the wall. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You wasn't still phased. do like uh, tests with a certain Nokia that can like withstand almost a bombshell. The, mm. the 5190. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They put it in hydraulic presses and everything like that thing is built for insane. Armageddon. <laughs> 
<laughs> Built for Armageddon. I bet it really is. If you want a phone to last the zombie apocalypse, you want the Nokia. Hell, you just use that as a weapon and you're fine. Yeah, exactly. the zombie apocalypse. Just tie it to a stick and wail. You got, you got a yeah. great mall right there. Tie it to a stick. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Or you put it on like a piece of leather and just start, you know, use it as like a, uh, what do you call it? I can't even like fall and chain. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> use it as a mace or something. Yeah, but really the one podcast in a row where we're swinging things in a ra- swinging things around trying to hit things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the main reasons that I wanted to talk about community is actually because of two things. Well, one, video game communities and sort of how. And we use this term before, like how they branch off, right? There's there's mm-hmm. gamers. We have our gamers. And then we branch off in certain subsections, right? You got mm-hmm. the Super Smash Brothers community. You have the Destiny community. You have, um, I don't know why this is popping in my head, but like the Fire Emblem community. You have, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, just thought That's of Fire Emblem for some reason. Yeah, But um, even within a particular title, you have these sub-communities within that one community so if you think of destiny you have the lore community you have the yes. uh the artists you have the music creators you have yeah. a whole variety of different you got the pv the pvp community the pve community the artists yeah. the raiders the yeah the, raid the lore guys uh, yeah. yeah yeah you know so. and then I, I i guess and i don't mean to keep bringing it back to tiktok but i think tiktok in okay. and of itself also has Communities in it, right? You have Destiny mm-hmm. TikTok, you have yeah. Wholesome TikTok, you have wholesome Food TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. you have Pasta TikTok, which yeah. I, as the fat man I am, I love Pasta TikTok. Hey, you're you're um, not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> you know, and again, it's these subsection of communities built within a community. Yep. So that's one of the reasons, and one of the reasons I really wanted to bring up community because. I guess in our experience collectively, all how many are we? We're six, right? We're six. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> collectively, what are some of like the pros and cons of these communities in a sense? Uh, what do we all think? The only I can't really think of a con when it comes to community. It's always yeah. you can always learn something new when it comes to different aspects of a community. The only community that's obviously could be, you know, a con is, you know. I guess for lack of better terms, like the haters of the community, right? Mm. That's the only things I could think of. But I mean, other than that, yeah, you, you really, you really can't, you really can't gatekeep a community, at least in my aspect. Why would you, you know, why would you do that? You're kind of being closed minded when it comes to you not being welcoming when it comes to different communities. So as a community, the trolls, a group, yeah, it's a group of people where they exchange these similar ideals mm-hmm. and then people change. Yep. Right. If you don't hold the same ideals, that's okay. It's yeah, okay to fine. leave yeah. and find a new community. Yep. That's perfectly fine. You know, and a yeah. lot of, and, and I actually have done that with this game. I left when well, I left the game in uh, right around when destiny one was coming, was ending wrapping up and destiny two came out. Um, it was a it, it it was like a brand new IP, like it was a completely different game. wasn't used to it at all, mm. and I really did not enjoy playing it. Right, 
and <laughs> I, I, I left, I bounced. Right. I, I, in, in that time, in my, my hiatus away from the game, I, w- I was playing, you know, a myriad of games like Fortnite. When that, mm. when that whole thing came out in 2017, mm-hmm. just yeah. rocked the gaming community. Right. Yes. Played that, uh, Apex Legends, all the all the Call of Duties that you know, the annual Call of Duty title every single year. Um, and you know, and when I wasn't gaming, I was, you know, trying to figure out what I was doing when what I was gonna do because I was in a completely different landscape than I'm used to since I moved. So yeah. and then now I'm back. Yeah. But it's yeah. okay for people to branch out. Sure. Uh, always being in the same group unfortunately creates an echo chamber mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it's okay to venture out to see what else is out there. Certainly for games, you play other games. If you don't like destiny anymore, that's okay. There's a bunch of people that do. They have that right. Mm-hmm. If you want to go play apex or Fortnite or, yeah. or cod, mm-hmm. by all means, go play that game and enjoy that game. Of course. And it, I, does, I, it, it does seem ahead. like with the destiny community that, they expect you to play Destiny all the time and never play another game for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but if you ask the, if you ask anybody Alan, from the studio I, there, they all will say play other games. Play other games. I, you'll get burnt out. Alan, yeah. I feel your pain. I promise you. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what do you mean? You don't have the newest everything all the time? He, what, what the heck? Listen, I have never I never related to a statement so hard until it's like <laughs> Yeah, because you're right. Listen, because that's the whole thing about me. Ta- uh, what I was talking about before about the grind being real and missing you don't out. Have Gallahorn? Yeah. <laughs> I remember back in D1 trying to find an LFG group. Yes, Goku. Oh, yes, you need 15 oh. clears with these set of weapons to join. If you do <laughs> not, to the new player. Yeah. If you do not have Gallahorn, you were immediately removed from the fire team. Right? Yep. On site, they didn't care. Listen, if you don't have this, we're not playing games. You don't have this yet. You were out of here. Right. And I was just I've never I've never experienced a game where it was like, yo, I have to get this thing or I can't play with my friends or or, or an LFG group if my friends weren't available. So I was like, oh, hell, I got to, you know, I got to grind. Right. I got to I got to set aside time. <laughs> yeah. I got to grind yeah. this content. Right. Um, and because I, I, I remember I got my first Gallahorn in year one of destiny one mm. like a month before house of wolves came out okay oh, wow. and i had okay. multiple clears of the raids it, it just really bad rng mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. i got mine zer yeah <laughs> a lot of people got a one time zer is my boy when it comes to he that sold stuff, it man. one time and after he sold it that week and when that weekend ended it was, it was like, like you know what i'll have two. to grab it next time I'll, I'll grab it next time it comes around and it never came back. yeah I'll, yeah i know exactly like week the, two <laughs> i know yeah. exactly the moment you're talking about because that was when a lot of people were like oh what's this rocket launcher eh, it looks bad why would, I, why would I waste an exotic it. on a heavy scene? yeah yeah people dismantled it in like nice. in just in just to hear like people Oh my god! I just had this gun, but I dismantled it. I didn't know it was going to be the best weapon in the entire game, right? So, um, <laughs> and then you hunt insane. for another another one, and it never yeah. comes out, right? Yeah. Uh, one, a couple of my friends have gotten the Gallahorn from a blue engram. Oh my god! All oh my god. The places wow. they're not friends anymore. Oh, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I remember that when you, you how you dare know, you guys know not know the struggle you would get. Yeah, you for could me, get an exotic from a blue 
or yes. a blue from a purple from a legendary. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it would it would it was it was, it was always it was always flipped for me because I would always get an exotic. I'm like, oh, bet. Let's go to Master Raul. Maybe he can encrypt this to, to a guy. <laughs> I would literally get a legendary or a blue weapon out of an exotic yeah. engram. Oh, and I'm like, be cursed. Every time that, that happened, night. I would just I would just oh. go to my I would just go to my PlayStation, press the power button. Yep. Like, yeah, I know all the controllers. Like, I'm not that doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, I was always in and out yeah. of Destiny. And mm-hmm. I had, I'll be, I had one bad experience with the Destiny community. And I may have said it on this podcast multiple times, but um, I was, you know, found a clan through Bungie, whatever. Yeah. And I started joining. And I don't want to say like they, they were gatekeeping, but I, I didn't feel like, it was always my fault when we didn't finish the raid. That's yeah, that's the I know feeling exactly that what I got. About. Yeah. And so I gave it up. You haven't finished it 50 times. Right, exactly. exactly. I had but no man, idea what we, the hell I was doing. We invited you back. I mean, no. I don't know why you're so upset. <laughs> <laughs> we no, talked this, about this. And then it was always the my favorite sound during a during a raid or whatnot was <sighs> Yeah, <Right>. the sigh <laughs> after you hear Guardian down. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then I, I kind of I gave up the game. I, I jumped yeah, back yeah. into I jumped back into Overwatch, which has always been one of my first loves. Sure. And and then I, I meet up with these lovely group of people. Nice. And, and gave you that that drug again. Yeah. yeah. But but here's the <laughs> difference, right? Like I I'll never forget the first time that Joe and Doc ran me through Pit of Heresy. And I think I apologized 20,000 times for dying. <laughs> it's probably on did, stream somewhere. <laughs> we cleared it in like 45 minutes. Still. We cleared it. Right. But I, but I just kept, you know, I kept dying. And I was like, I know you guys are carrying me. I'm sorry. Cause it, it like, and it, it was just weird. Cause I, I never had sort of the positive experience until mm-hmm. I yeah. ended up with sure. guardians. Sure. And, Cause for yeah. me, it, back in D1, because I played D1 a lot more than I played D2, was being a Sherpa was fun. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It, just running new players through a raid that you finished like 50 times was yeah. fun. And, the, and that satisfaction. Yeah. And the like the excitement of, you know, you know, just the happiness that you would give three, four, maybe even five other players that you're Sherpering through the raid. Like, mm. Oh, thank you for, you know, taking, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just, just the act of like giving, but in your own space, which is really exactly Exactly. compared to being extremely frustrated because people weren't getting the mechanics. Of course they're not. It's their first time through. Yeah, sure. Sure. Exactly. You know, and, and again, that's the, that's the positives within this, within a video game community, Mm -hmm. right? We're focusing on destiny because of really who all of us are, but Mm -hmm. You know, also being myself sort of diving into like, for example, like the Pokemon community, because mm-hmm. I'm that guy. And it's okay. I like I, do, I I love oh god, it's bad. I started replaying everything with randomizers because of TikTok. Sorry, I'm gonna bring it back to TikTok. Because <laughs> again, I fell back uh, into Pokemon do you, TikTok. Do you like TikTok? I, I really do. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Not the only one, man. Getting a bad. trading card. I appreciate it. Yeah, but Car so trading. that came that came back, and I'm like, holy crap! Do I want to start collecting again? But then my wife hit me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. And and then um, 
So I started playing the randomizers again because of TikTok. And again, th- uh, that brought back my love of the game. And then I yep. jumped into Pokemon Discord servers. And yep. it, again, you get that sense of really what it is. You get that sense of belonging where you're not turned away. You're not weird for liking this, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, how old you are or where you mm-hmm. started from. Yep. You get this sense of, hey, come join. Come play Bo- a yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's, like that, let's go. Like farm gambit of, really quick. Yeah, like that sense of like belonging <laughs> and like you belong to something almost gives you like almost makes you seem like you have like a purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. Because unfortunately, even how mainstream gaming has become, it's still rather stigmatized. Where yeah. people say, "Oh, it's still just for kids," or yeah, or you you play games. Why don't you go do X, Y, and Z? Yeah, it's. A leisure activity, right? As compared to anything else. Yep. I used to make that argument a lot. Uh, A a lot of people would always, you know, like back to my drum stuff. Like, hey, why would you? Why? Why are you? You know, spending hours in here? You know, uh, making noise complaints, whatever. You know, go go out, do something. You know, like. But then you know they turn around the following weekend. They go out, you know, fishing, or they would go bowling, or they would go like they would go drinking. Like, what's the difference? You like doing those jeopardy. Yeah, watch <laughs> Jeopardy. Watch Sunday night football. My dad loves football. Every mm-hmm. night, you know, every every Sunday night, boom. Monday night, boom. Thursday night, boom. It's football. Mm-hmm. My dad likes to do that. Let him do that. It makes him happy. What? What's the difference, right? So it's gaming is passive fast. versus an active form of entertainment. Yes, exactly, exactly. exactly. So what's wrong and with it, that? So it boil it, it that it. It boils down to passion too, right? Yeah. We have, when we have a love of something, we're not, um, we're not hurting anybody with it. Like when exactly. we have a, when we have a positive passion of something, right. uh, I'm, I'm not talking about the article I wrote on guardiansmh.org. I don't know what you're talking about. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it can <laughs> go into the realm that is disruptive. It, it can. If you let it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. A healthy hobby is good, but can become right detrimental yeah. if you really yeah. let it. Yeah, and that's Definitely. really. But and then here's the thing, though: when we talk about like, and really, that's obsessive, like an obsessive passion. When we when we talk about that, it it comes from necessarily like a negative place. But mm-hmm. the the harmony in passion is when we enjoy it. We know when enough is enough. We know when, you know, it's time to go to bed or we know when we have to do our unfortunate adult activities. I see. Unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, adulting. Yeah, yeah. I'm adulting. Have you guys seen soul? Yes. Oh, I, my, the, I, that I, movie I really Alan, watch is incredible. You yes. just described exactly how they define the difference between being in the zone and being a lost soul. Yes. Yes. That, yes. that movie is so good. When, when your, your passion becomes obsessive, then you yep. completely lose track of where the fun was. And then yes. you're like, and then you're just this dark thing, just wandering. Yeah. Yes. That movie was so good. And that movie, I'm sorry, was not made for children. That movie was made no. for us. Yes. <laughs> that yes. movie was made for us. Yes. That was, that was made had, for all the adults stuck at home. Yeah, you know, it had the animation. <laughs> it was it was cute for the kids, but <laughs> Pixar I, I, Pixar uh, always I don't think Pixar is missed yet when it comes to movies, man. I really don't. Uh, Pixar is I, I really, still love me some some um how was it inside? 
inside, yeah, inside out. out inside out inside out god me being the brain nerd <laughs> mm-hmm. disney and pixar man like some of those movies i can't i can't go see a disney pixar movie without crying i go bringing <laughs> tissues in my pocket because literally man just, i know uh, literally like what, what was the latest one that they did about D D? oh my god um um onward that made me cry like a child onward? yes oh onward. onward i forgot about that yes that was onward. another good movie it was great yeah fully D yeah my realm oh my god that ending i cry i cry coming <laughs> coming coming from the outside on that movie i didn't know anything about dungeons and dragons i've never played it before gotcha. i've never done anything when it comes to that movie but just how they tied it back just how yeah. he how he's explaining all this stuff like you got to do the quest and all that stuff right right <laughs> and it was actually ended up being like an actual quest and him learning from like the best part of it and here's where I'm going to start branching off right <laughs> where where like the best we're part here where, for it. when he was when he was walking across the the walking across where he couldn't get the bridge down and he's like he used powers to walk on um mm-hmm. walk on the uh what what was it what walk on air to get yes. across and you know he, he was scared so he had his his brother that his brother tied the rope around like hey if you fall i got you he's like in order for you to walk you have to truly believe that you're walking right mm-hmm. and i was just like and he was doing it and and the rope came undone i was like no no <laughs> yeah, but he's like keep going rope. keep going i'm like I, i've literally me and my wife were watching this i i think it was in the movie theater and I was like, I stood up. I'm like, I, I didn't stand up. I sat up in my chair. I'm like, no, he don't tell him. I was like, don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell. And then just, just it, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I forgot how that movie ended up, but I really connected with the D and D guy. It's just like really yeah. believing, really believing in being passionate about something and the outside world, not accepting you for that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what really clicked for me when it comes to that movie, which which to Matt's point, I almost cried. Not even going to lie for the fifth time in a Pixar movie. I think I've cried almost one at least one time in a Pixar movie scene for the first time. So. Oh. um, So, yeah, Pixar oh. never really misses, at least for me. So I love no. Pixar. I cried. I've, I've cried at all of them. But again, you know, to, yeah, but to, Wally really put me in a closet yes. for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wally's another one. Harkens to Wally's that situation where I love Wally. People mm-hmm. on the outside that may not understand someone's passion, and this can right. be for anything. Yeah, I, I've had people that I've talked to that are training for Ironman triathlons. Like, good on you. I wouldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that's your passion. That's, that's your is. passion. But I've also seen clients where their passions had a negative impact on yeah. their day-to-day lives. Because rather than spending time with their friends, their family, their loved ones, they were spending 10, 20, 30, 40 hours a week on top of work mm-hmm. on this activity. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's where it can be really detrimental for sure. So a healthy balance yep. with everything is always warranted. Of course. I agree with that. Perfectly balanced as it should as be. As perfectly balanced <laughs> as all things should be. Right. And there we go. We go right back around to how I found We're your TikToks. Back to TikTok. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> the, the way I teach it to my clients is 
divide your day supposedly into three. So you have roughly eight hours of sleep, roughly eight hours of work, which leaves you give or take eight hours to do everything else. Mm-hmm. And you take the adulting out of the way, maybe leaves you with four. Yeah. You get to choose what you do those four. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. if that if four it's... becomes six or eight or 10, then something's getting neglected somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure thing. Uh, yep. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. You know, and I don't know. That's, that's the beauty of this community too at, at the same, at the same token, because it keeps, I mean, communities in general, I'm, I'm going to say, I think it keeps us somewhat grounded and it mm-hmm. keeps us somewhat um, appropriate in, in, in what we do. And it does give us that sense of belonging, which mm-hmm. in a world of COVID right now is very much needed. Yep. You know, parents sometimes hate me when when i when i'm working with adolescents because i'm saying like all right well what video games are you playing who are you playing with playing with Mm -hmm. friends awesome Mm -hmm. that's great and i have parents like well you know should he really be playing i'm like right now there's really nothing going on yeah no i would i I, if we were in a normal world sure you know let's let's encourage a bit more physical exercise but Mm -hmm. you know we we can't expect Especially now, everybody to be indoors doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you're if if you're playing video games for a few hours, that's their version of socializing now. Mm-hmm. You know, and hopping on you know Fortnite. A lot of parents friends. don't don't understand. Yeah, because they they come from the generation where video games were bleeps and boops on a screen. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you see these new games that have multiplayer and these communities and these forums and everything involved around it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people may not see that it's a real career choice. Will mm-hmm. it mean that everyone's going to make it? No, but people yeah. can. Yeah, it's possible. Absolutely. Definitely possible. They may yeah. not get to be the next ninja. Yeah. But sure. they can try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was it? There was um, there was a guy from Phase that I, I, I really appreciated, Phase Mew, and mm-hmm. um, you know he said it before. He said you don't need to have thousands and upon thousands of sh- of viewers in a stream right. to make it a career, right? Mm-hmm. If you do enough work, if you grind enough, and if you put yourself out there, very much what you were saying before, freak, how you know you're grinding. This is something of a passion of yours. You don't need you know, 12,000 people in a stream. If you mm-hmm. have that, absolutely fantastic. Let's go. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you have a solid, you know, a solid fan base or a solid community, rather, of people who, you know, really enjoy watching your streams and, you know, not, you know, we always look at donations as not required, but always appreciated. Of course. And if you have a solid community that will support you, you you're, yeah. you're set. And yep. I mean, sometimes in, in order to get that 12,000 viewers, I mean, you, it's easily it, it, that's attainable. Just, you know, it all starts with your community, you know, just when mm-hmm. you build that community and, you know, word of mouth is still a kind of powerful thing, oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh, and, you know, all it takes is for you to for one of your one of the people in your community to be like to, to, to mention this funny thing about that happened in your streams, like and that one person that's never been in your stream that they interact with. 
and their friend group was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, I just, you never heard of, you never heard of this guy. Like he, he does this every now and again, blah, blah, blah. Like, huh? I'm gonna check that out. And that just, that just happens to next to the other community, to the next community, to the other person. The next, mm-hmm. Right. And this, it just builds just snowballs from there. So, yeah. and obviously that, that thing that takes time. Um, but that's, I'm pretty sure that's how the majority of people, you know, get to where they're at. They mm-hmm. build a solid community and their community uh, tells their friend, friend group and mm-hmm. their, whether it be their parents or whatever, right. They're, they're little clicks mm-hmm. and they're like, Good. yo, you got to watch this guy. Right. Right. Yeah, Cause what yeah. you're saying, you're, you don't get to be ninja in a couple months. Yeah, no. Listen, if we're talking ninja, ninja was ninja had had a seven year grind. A lot of people don't. He was in Justin TV before it was Twitch. Yeah, he's he's been out here, right? Ninja had ninja has put the work in. Let's not let's not get a lot of people like to you know oh it's ninja you know Fortnite. No, ninja was a competitive Halo player from the beginning, right? Started swaying Halo. He he went to H one as we all know from the little infamous clip. Um, mm-hmm. right from H1. And then, you know, just like the whole opportunistic thing when it comes to, oh, we would never would have found out Justin Bieber if it wasn't for YouTube. You, you Matt would have never found me if it wasn't for TikTok. We yeah, would have right. Ninja would have never. I'm not going to say we never would have blew, but it was perfect timing with yes. Fortnite coming out and him mm-hmm. hopping on and boom, and, and he was just out of here. And of course, we all all credit goes to Ninja for his seven year grind and all the great content that he produces and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But Fortnite skyrocketed and he yeah. came in at the right time. It's just right, right, pla- right. You know, product placement. Right. He was he was there at the front line and yeah. they just it, grew it, together. So it's yeah. all it's often a right place, right time type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And that and that's why the people that are the most consistent. The people that are, you know, in it, they love what they do. And, you know, that another callback, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, which makes you more consistent, which allows you to be in that to eventually get to that right place, right time. And then just, you know, you're off to the races. Right. So that's why these good things happen to, you know, in the majority of times, eight times out of 10 to the people that have set themselves, put themselves in that position to be successful because they put them, they've been there already. So, you know, they're going to have more opportunities than the person that eh, I'm just going to be seasonal with it. You know, I'm going to be in this and I'm not feeling it right. And then get out. Right. Because being a content creator, it's something that a lot of people want to be nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's very looked upon in terms Mm -hmm. of the freedom of the job, but it's, much more difficult than people might give yes. it credit for. Yeah. Yes. And Absolutely. It can take a long time to reach the levels of Ninja, Dr. Disrespect or mm-hmm. Dr. Lupo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I was, I was, I was watching a TikTok yesterday of this person, like how, how I gained this amount of money on YouTube. And then there was this, you know, I didn't care about any of that. It was a really good, product for you know well edited video looked appealing which made me keep watching but he showed one thing that stuck out was he showed his analytics from like five year seven year wherever analytics low 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 all of it was 100 views below 200 views below for like three to five years and then then you see the spike 
at the end, million, two million, five million, six, you know, on, right? And it's just if you know, if he if he wasn't if he wasn't doing that stuff at the beginning, he couldn't have set himself up for that end goal. Right. right. You gotta find your niche, you gotta find yep. that little thing yep. that gives you that platform. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. And these communities will form in those ways. Yep. Some people Definitely. will want to be in the community where they are these small streamers. They are these small content creators because it's mm-hmm. much more personable. Like going to a mom and pop store versus a big box yeah. store. <clears throat> but sometimes being in the big box store, you get a real good deal. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. That little mom and pop place might not always have what you need in stock, <laughs> but yeah, big box place does. And neither one is good or bad. No. Yeah. It's what you need for that moment. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So, but um, like we mentioned earlier, it's okay to look elsewhere. Yeah. So if de- the Destiny community wasn't giving what you needed or the game wasn't giving you what you needed, it's okay. There's a yeah. plethora of other games that you can go play. Yeah. And it's highly encouraged. Mm-hmm. Sure. Everyone needs Venturing to Venturing outside of your own echo chamber is yep. how we learn. Yep. And you, and then if you eventually come back, then, you know, you know, if, if that's your thing, right? So there's mm-hmm. always, there's always a thing to be learned when it comes to kind of going out of your comfort zone with something. So for sure. And sometimes if you rediscover something you like, it might make it that you bring other people into something that you like. A while ago, I brought these guys in to play Battlefield. Great game. We need we need to play Battlefield oh, again. <laughs> Great game. I can play it now. Nice. Yeah. But playing Battlefield 4 I after wait. being um, years of being away, it was a, a breath of fresh air. Mm. <laughs> sure. It was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a game with so much chaos. I love that game. Here comes the battlefield. <laughs> off the chain. Love Where are game. you guys? I don't know. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm over. I died. Okay, I'm coming back. I, where are you now? Like, it was just. But I the thing with battlefield, it. it just gave you so much openness of what what game can you take a rocket launcher, shoot a rocket in the air, blow up a helicopter, which, which will fall and kill the other person on the other side of the map. Yeah. Or, or my favorite one where a lot of people like to get on top of jets. What they would do is they would, they would, they would be in a dog fight and they would purposefully, they would be in a dog fight and they would purposefully eject themselves from the jet just to land on the enemy jet and shoot them out of the cockpit. I remember those clips. Way yeah, back in the, the day. Only in Battlefield clips. The only in Battlefield clips. Yep. Battlefield's such a good game, man. I wish they come out with another mm-hmm. one. My favorite Battlefield's still probably Bad Company 2. That's oh, my favorite yep. Battlefield. Masterpiece. From yeah, Bad Company 2 is classic. But um, every game, every community has their highs and lows. Yep. I, I remember when Battlefield 5 came out and people did not like Battlefield 5. Yeah. Rightfully so. It had its problems. Like when Destiny 2 came out. Yep. Had its problems. 
or Destiny 1 came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But eventually it'll get better. But people can venture out and explore other things. It, it's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. For Never. Sure. I've been I've been I've been going back to uh um, um Apex trying it on PC at all because I played it on controller on console. Definitely a learning experience. I cannot aim. So <laughs> That game feels weird. Mice and key mouse and keyboard is quite the learning experience. For sure, for sure. I, I like it a lot better now. I can't even imagine me picking up a controller anymore, to be honest. So I'm so used to uh keyboard and mouse now. Yep. So a lot better too. I'm I'm trying and to retrain controllers. I think uh, every game except for Destiny is the only game I still play with controller. I can't yeah. get used to mouse and keyboard, man. <laughs> no, listen, I, I know. When it, l- listen, like the skill, <laughs> the skill ceiling. Once you finally become comfortable with keyboard yeah. and mouse, is literally leaps and bounds higher than you are with a controller. You have way more control over your game. Yeah, it's a it's a completely different game on the computer. First and foremost, every yeah. single game that has a, a it, it's it's you know unique port. Like, you know, like, for example, like, like Call of Duty, like the like Modern Warfare 2019 or 2020, which one? Probably 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Like that game on PC when it comes to Warzone was literally night and day different from console. It was insane. Speaking of COD, I recently got back into playing COD Modern Warfare because one of my good friends uh, got the game on PS4. Mm-hmm. And some of his friends are playing on Xbox. So mm-hmm. he, he um, messaged me saying, hey, do, do you have this game? So, yeah, I have it on PC. And with Crossplay, he said, hey, we should link up and, and play at this game. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really played Call of Duty multiplayer in years. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of a PvE guy than PvP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been kind of forcing myself to learn mouse and keyboard since I got my pc uh in 2019 Mm. so i'll I'll hop on to modern warfare and play call of duty on mouse and keyboard through crossplay Mm -hmm. and oh my god i don't remember it being so hard and easy at the same time yeah (laughs) but for me i'm finding it easier to play and to to be so accurate with my shots with mouse and keyboards like why am I hitting these shots? I should not be hitting these shots. Because <laughs> yeah. I've played every Call of Duty from like Modern Warfare on PS3, PS4. Yeah. COD 4, yeah. And now playing on PCs, it's completely different. Yeah. I don't know. That, it, it just feels way better on... You see more frames. You have more control. You know, um, it definitely makes a difference, especially long in the long run. Like I can't even imagine playing Destiny One on my PS4 anymore because it's at 30 frames a second. When I look at 30 frames now, it gives me a headache. And I used to look at 30 frames for 10 hours a day when I was in college, eight to 10 hours a day playing D1. Right, so it's a completely different game. Yeah. Um, so it's l- at least from when it comes to regarding Destiny. So. But yeah, yeah I've so. been I've been switching back and forth since I got the new rig and we oh. don't have a second one yet. So I've been playing with the wife on the Xbox and yeah. 
I don't find it as jarring, jarring but I, yeah, I, I, I definitely noticed the difference. I don't, sure. thankfully I don't get headaches or anything from mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like just the little things like it, yeah. we're about to drop in a match and I go, okay, open up the menu so I can change my piece of gear. Wait, 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 <laughs> and wait, <laughs> wait, wait, picked out a menu load. because we actually spawned in the map. Now I've got to go back into it and wait, mm. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, the whole workflow is just, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think I think really uh, we're we're sort of at our time here, unfortunately, because I know us derailing. No, not even that. I know us. We could go on for hours. Um, Yes, we could. But Freak, thank you so much for joining. David, thank you very much. Um, Where can everybody find you? Plug away, please. Okay, so uh, my main source of content is indeed TikTok. So you can just go to TikTok, search my name, Freak, uh, F-R-E-A-K-O-L-I-C-O-U-S, because I forgot the last I. So, yeah, uh, made that account uh, when I was like eight or nine and forgot the I. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my main source of content. Um, I try I try to bring my TikTok community over to my Twitch same name, Freakalicious, and it's pretty much the same everywhere. I have Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. Um, yeah, so so the, the typo worked in your favor. Yeah, exactly. And I, <laughs> I actually didn't have my name initially, so but I got it working to get my name. Um, so that's cool. Nice. I get my name everywhere. Um, for streams, I stream during the weekdays, relatively every day, eight p.m. Central. Um, mm-hmm. You can expect a TikTok from me daily. So just follow me there. You'll get, you know, if you like destiny content, you follow gotcha. me, right? I'll, I'll give I'll give you all the destiny meme memes, clips, whatever you want. You know, that you got right gotcha. there. So most recently doing a tier list of the destiny games and the expansion those, list. I love those it. are banging. My community <laughs> is perfect for that because we're all it. passionate destiny players. Like, yeah. like, for example, the first one like blew up. Because I'm I'm a big advocate of D1 because of what I explained. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, yo, D1 was low-key kind of bad, bro. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's great. It was, and he has a point. He has a point. It's just all <laughs> just nostalgia clouding my judgment. So yeah, yeah. Um but, but yeah, for real, so. it, if you guys are looking for a, a a very good, you know, group of people to hang out with, take a Discord look at too. Discord too. Discord too. Yes. Yeah. Discord Absolutely. too. A gang. We are probably about, I don't know, I want to say a couple, almost a thousand strong, hey gang? Yeah. Maybe? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Maybe cool. You are. And so. it's a lot of fun, very positive. Fun. And uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying being in there, to be honest with you. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Should get in, get, get in some couple, uh, get a couple games in sometimes, Matt. That's my, that's my next move. I'll be jumping in. If you're not on PC, <laughs> crossplay is coming out. So you have yes. no excuse not to play. Very excited. Yeah. So. Any any other plugs? Anything else before uh, we wrap up here? Me personally, no, I'm good on yeah. that. Uh, definitely look out for Team Vove. We, mm-hmm. if you're interested in joining a content team, we are actually pulling up on an RC recruitment challenge in about a week or two. So we're going to be go. rolling out content for that. Join Team Vove. So that's pretty much it. And as far as we go, uh, thank you guys for listening to the Guardians Mental Health Podcast. If you can, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help the, uh, spread the podcast to others who may not really have seen it otherwise. Keep up to date with everything we are doing over at guardiansmh.org and follow us on Twitter at guardiansmh. 
Uh, join our partner Discord server at discord.gg slash guardiansmh. We provide peer support, mental health resources, and just a really chill community. If you're able to, please feel free to donate to our nonprofit at tiltify.com at guardiansmh. If you want to continue to help us and support our mental health kit initiative, where we provide mental health kits for free, we send and ship them. They include a a bunch of resources, as well as other organizations to assist with mental health, as well as game codes for specific games and a little fidget item. Feel free to join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash GMH mental health kits and our coffee at coffee.com slash guardians MH. We want to give a special shout out to the Fundament group. They will be hosting a dungeon race tomorrow. Well, by the time you hear this, the the race will be over. But yep. check out to see who won. So check out the Fundament's Twitter to see who won. Hopefully, it's de- it's uh, Team Dead Tale Tellers, which is me, Bill the Conqueror, and oh Pale Rider. God, yep, you're right. That, that's going in the podcast. You edit it. I'll be very angry. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it's, hopefully it's that group of A-listers. Um, but it's it's a take. Just keep an eye out on it. It's a charity being run by the Fundament to. Mm-hmm continue to support guardians mh and we really appreciate what they've done um and given us some really healthy competition Mm -hmm. that i think we needed Um, if you want some awesome merch from guardians mh uh check us out on bonfire.com slash store slash guardians mh and i think i sold my soul guys i think we're good (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe you just plugged your own team Damn straight. <laughs> we, I, I, I got to get off this podcast. I got to go practice with the boys. We got to win. <laughs> oh boy. They're waiting for me. They're, they're waiting fantastic. for waiting I practice. I'm sorry, guys. So, so Alan, are, are you, Doc, and I on Team Animal Crossing? Team Animal Crossing. <laughs> right at the end. Nate with the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe with the... I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> that's, that's, you know what we, that look is? That's a look of, that's getting edited. We've been trying, <laughs> we've been trying to get Joe in here to play, to play Animal Crossing with us since packs of... I know that 20. smirk. Mm. He's he's <laughs> writing down timestamp right now. <laughs> each podcast, we have mentioned Animal Crossing at least once to, uh, to torture our We only missed one episode. We missed one episode, unfortunately, but... Every other one, we have tortured our friend Joe here. And I I knew that episode, and I waited to the absolute end and stopped the recording <laughs> and then reminded him. And they all freaked out. <laughs> no, I knew. I was like, I, sure. I had places to put it in, and I just couldn't do it without it just being shoehorned. And I'm like, yep, yeah. the streak is over. I was mentioning it in chat because someone had said, did I miss the Animal Crossing? I'm like, nope, it's done. Nope. The streak has died. Missed it. <laughs> but... I think that really ends us, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted Pretty to delicious thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, nice. Yeah, it was super fun. Super fun. Yeah. So absolutely, it was a blast, man. Really do appreciate it. All righty, everybody, have a good one. Have a good night, everyone. Peace. Peace.